Coco crew. How have y'all been? Hey y'all, hey. All right, so not gonna lie, your girl's been in and out of some trying situations. So, you know, we had to take a little pause for a second. Can we say little pause or long <laughs> pause? Or I think we act, remember like VHSs back in the day? It wasn't a pause. Like we ejected. We we stopped, <laughs> ejected the tape. We kind of did. It's yes. been collecting dust at this point. We did. We did. But that's what this episode is about. We want to heal and we want y'all to heal. So we wanted to share some things with you guys regarding our absences. But first, y'all, for the first time since starting the Chocolate Sunset Podcast. The first time in Coco history. Your favorite hosts. Are in the same room. Are in the same I'm sorry, room. Did I take that from you? Were you supposed to? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was so excited. As I think that see. was her line, y'all. Look, we hyped about it, okay? Yeah, very, 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 very. But anyways, straight to it. Where have you been? Ari, where you been? in my shit <laughs> you know if it would be like in my act no i have not been in my act i have literally been in my own personal like you know shit there's no way for me to say it i hate to use the language but um yeah so i mean we have to first like we have to rewind all the way back to when we first started season two and season two episode one mm-hmm. dropped april 25th Yep, April. I'm pretty April sure it's August. It's literally August 25th today. Yeah. <laughs> um, like while we're recording, it, this is a full. How many months is that? Four. Four months later, so we have to like rewind and um, go back to you know May when we were supposed to be getting the ball rolling and like we were supposed to be doing these like you know big changes and all this stuff. But you know they say like we make plans. And God laughs. Yeah. And I think that while we were planning this, like, huge shift or this huge, like, we were planning things out, mapping it out. And I think Jesus was probably just sitting up there like, okay, that's what you Whatever think. Whatever you think. You know? Whatever you think. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. May was a very um, trying. I don't even, I don't know if, the, if trying is the word, but it was a very, like, emotionally. It was tough. It was taxing. Rough. It was a roller coaster. It was everything yeah. in and out of, and hardly any of it positive. Yes. <laughs> um, May. So without getting into like the hardcore specifics of it, um, May is always like a really difficult time for me um, for a lot of reasons. I'm not gonna like peel back all the layers of what exactly it is <laughs> here today now, but May is always. Um, very difficult for me to push through and I think I'm the type of person I'm used to just pushing through uh and like rushing my emotions I know we've talked about that on an episode before like not rushing through your feelings and sitting with your feelings Mm -hmm. I preach that so much and any other month of the year (laughs) I can I can do it like I'm cool I can you know live what I preach but then May comes around and really humbles my ass like nah you got too much dip on your chip you know um so like I said without getting into the specifics on May 10th actually I wrote this on my story on Instagram if any of y'all follow my personal Instagram you've probably seen it 
and you probably was looking like what or maybe you didn't see it or maybe you just clicked through it or whatever but the best way that I can explain it to you here is to go back to that post so just bear with me it's kind of it's a it's a little lengthy um so what I wrote was this day is always extremely difficult for me this year has been particularly hard not just today but literally for like eight days straight I've been on an emotional seesaw and it has not been pretty, but nothing about healing is pretty. Acceptance of the hardest things is nowhere near glamorous. The fact of the matter is that there are some losses we will never be able to cope with or understand or get over. Some things just are. Some things just happen and we will never know why. Some things, as painful as they are, we just learn to live with. And sometimes we have to learn to do so daily. It's a process, and the process is anything but a straight line. Patience and acceptance are your best assets during grief. You can't rush it, but with time, breathing through it gets easier. And I think that really sums up my May, learning how to... Like, sometimes we go through things in life that literally knock the wind out of you. Right. In the moment, they knock the wind out of you. And then you get up. You dust yourself off, you catch your breath, but being in that same place physically or revisiting that place mentally takes your breath away again. Yeah. And sometimes you go through things in life that literally you can't, when the day gets close or when you drive by a certain spot, you feel it. Like you can, you can mm-hmm. feel in the air, the air gets thicker the closer you get to something and it gets harder to fucking breathe. Yeah. And I think, I don't think, I know exactly. That's what happens to me kind of every May around this particular time. And initially when we were planning out season two, in my head I was planning, okay, we're going to go to weekly episodes. That'll be good for me because I'll be so focused on pushing the content out. I won't have time to sit and think about what I'm dealing with. I'll be so busy Mm -hmm. that I won't have to sit with it. I think a lot of times we do that. Like, we don't resonate with our feelings, like, or let our feelings resonate. So, like, I know a lot of y'all have probably seen that show, That's So Raven, right? Of course. You know how every time she gets knocked down, she, like, pops back up and then keeps going about her day? Mm-hmm. That's kind of, like, what happens. Like, something happens and then you just pop back up, like, ooh, all right, let's go. Mm-hmm. But you don't actually sit back and think about what just happened feel what just happened and just let your body feel those feelings like let it all come out sweat it out cry it out whatever you need to do just to get it out but if we don't do that then every time we pass that landmark or mm -hmm. every time we see somebody's face or every time we smell a certain smell all of that's going to come rushing back. Yeah. And I think even sometimes when we do, even when we do maybe take the time to I always say, um, feel the feeling, but don't become the emotion. And even sometimes when you do realize that and you do like you actually are like doing the steps and like, let's say they're like stages of grief. And I don't know how actually true that is still to this day because it's a very old theory but I think that sometimes you do have to like work those steps almost like you're going through like freaking rehab or something you really do you have to work the steps and even sometimes when you do work the steps even still some things you have to just kind of 
like brace yourself for it like I know it's coming so let me do what I need to do to be okay on the other side of it I have to let this happen and I have to work my way through it in a positive way but I just have to make sure that on the other end I come out healthy mentally spiritually physically you know healthy on the other side um so yeah that was my May that was a very large part of you know why I it was it was almost it was very easy for me to just put the podcast down and table it I had I had no wavelength for it like I I can't Mm -hmm. we like brainstorm our episodes before we come and record and I could not even do that I couldn't even get my ideas on paper I couldn't even think of what to come here and record and say to you guys or to say to myself or whatever um so the connection that I have with Erie is I always know when something's like not right with her so I'm usually when it comes to things like this like the podcast I'm pushing her right so I know what May does to her like I know how she feels in May so I did do a little bit of pushing but when I caught resistance I was like okay this is the time when this happened so I need to know you know back off of her for a little bit and just let her breathe because I know how she is and she don't breathe which is probably why she got that tattoo reminding herself no that's no that's literally I have an actual tattoo guys on my wrist that (laughs) is a symbol for breathe and that's literally why I got it because like I have anxiety attacks sometimes and my anxiety feels like I cannot breathe so I had to go and get this tattoo as a symbol of like inhale exhale (laughs) so simple so simple just inhale exhale but yeah I had to do that actually that's literally the reason I went and that that tattoo kind of hurt too y'all a little bit but yeah yeah that was my may um where have i been um i've been in a hermit shell honestly um trying to find the light in a room full of darkness and truthfully i believe that there is always a light in a room of darkness if you just open your eyes and as easy as it sounds it's not (laughs) it's not easy at all it's not easy at, at all as it sounds yeah yeah it's not Mm-hmm. But every time, you know, we were getting ready to record, it always seemed like something new. We experienced grief. We experienced ill situations that led to anger, depression, anxiety, confusion, disorientation, all of these different feelings. And, you know, that stuff doesn't feel good. So we needed to relax, you know. Yeah. Feel those feelings and get that stuff out the way. But I wanted to say this um, quote that I found by Lao Tzu it's if you are if you are depressed you are grieving wait wait I'm sorry literally I don't know why she came to Houston Texas without her glasses (laughs) or some type of seeing eye assistance it says if you are depressed you are living in the past if you are anxious you're living in the future if you are at peace you're living in the present. So that's what we're working on. We're working on peace. Trying to yes. find peace. Mm-hmm. And this podcast does give us a sense of peace. So one of the reasons why I do ask her all the time, when are we recording? Mm-hmm. Is because I know that this is something that she really wanted to do. And that it brings her some type of peace. So we needed to get something going so that 
she could feel that. Right. Well, not just her. Me too, because I was also in a, a very sensitive state in the month of May. So I have been dealing with grief and being alone by myself for the first time since I don't even know when. <laughs> so I've had really just... I was stuck for a while. But, um... That's yeah, the we, word is stuck. Yeah. That's stuck. the word. Yeah. Really stuck. And it's crazy because I know, and like some of our like faithful listeners who have listened to probably every episode, we're like, y'all talked about this. Like, cause I know, you know what I mean? I know we've said, there's certain like buzzwords, you know, mm-hmm. I know we've talked about like being stuck and like, you know, breaking cycles and moving and not, you know, being stuck, but it's really difficult to put those things into action. Yeah. Like it's really, you know, you can I always tell people like never say what you wouldn't do until you've been in that situation. Because there's a whole lot of things in my life I've been like, oh, well, if this ever happened to me, I would, you know, X, Y, Z and Z squared. And then Jesus be like, OK, <laughs> let me put you in it so you can go ahead and show me right. X, Y, Z and then some. And then you get in it and you like, oh, yeah, so now tell me how you feel. So, yeah, not so, yeah, so exactly. So is it as easy as you said? Right. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we be preaching all of this good stuff, and it's not that we don't try and implement it into our own lives, because we do. Um, Mercedes and I, I think, are both people who, I'm not going to tell you to do it if I haven't done it. Like, I'm not going to tell you this might work for you if I haven't done it. It's just these certain, I think. I think this year has just been one of those, like, I'm going to really try you. Like, I know a lot of people said that about 2020. And I, I understand it. 2020 was very hard, very mm-hmm. discombobulating. It was it was a lot. But I think my 2021 has been what a lot of people experience in 2020. You know? Yeah, because my 2020 wasn't that bad. It, mine wasn't that bad. And I was like, okay, thank you, Jesus. I made it out. And then here I go. Yeah. You know, out of the frying pan into the inferno, literally. Yeah, this um, year has been something, okay? Yeah. But that's why we wanted to do this episode because we want you guys to see, you know, we actually do experience the things that we talk about. Mm-hmm. And we 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 have these rough times. Everything that we're saying is not because we're in this great place of peace or this right happy go lucky right. high spirited all the time. We're not. It's we're yeah. absolutely not. We're still working on getting to the place where we experience the ultimate joy. We're working. And it yes. when I say y'all, it is someone told me something on Twitter the other day. I can't remember what it was that I said, but their reply to me was something like it's not a destination, it's a journey. Um, and I think that we might have actually been talking about like peace or understanding or something along those lines. And I've heard that, I've seen that saying before, it's not a destination it's a journey because it's not somewhere you just arrive at Mm -hmm. because when you think about it like you know whenever you arrive somewhere you never stay there permanently you always pack up and leave at some point right so peace absolutely is a a journey something that you're going to be on for forever forever and the path is not linear it's not straight it's not an easy road right it's going to be bumps and turns and detours. Yep, Your tire's going to give up. Two by fours with it, nails in them. Have you seen Final Destination? When all, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's going to be some <laughs> shit that happens to you on the journey. 
you just have to keep going and you just have to realize like I'm you know I have to keep going yeah like Dory just keep swimming just keep swimming granted I cannot swim and that is completely Mercedes fault that I cannot swim whatever but we'll deal with that later you need to grow up (sighs) anyway um yeah just keep swimming just you know keep going and that's exactly what we've been trying to do keep swimming yeah we were gonna get back to y'all we were it was never we were never done with you know um the podcast we were never done with our audience or anything like that we just needed a minute and I think that sometimes when we go through things it's very hard for us to see it's just a moment it's hard for us to see uh the other side Mm -hmm. I was watching Iyanla fix my life (laughs) one of her like one of like a few seasons back and she had um, a family on and a lot of times like she'll say things or her guests will say things and I'll be like man that is so profound but there was a young man on on this episode um him and his brothers and what he said was he was talking to one of his siblings can't remember what they were talking about exactly but he said I couldn't see past my own pain to see you I couldn't see anything mm-hmm. past my pain. All I could see was my hurt. Yeah. So I couldn't see the Coco crew. I could not, there were times I couldn't see Mercedes because I'm so, all I can see is my pain, my hurt, my frustration. Yeah, my... it was literally like th- two, three, maybe a month where Erie did not talk to me at all. And for about, two and a half maybe of those weeks I left her alone because I knew what she was going through but after that I was like okay I didn't talk to this mm-hmm. you know Uh huh. and then when I did talk to her you know it kind of like it was really like I could tell she was still experiencing something because she was in a different spirit like her her emotions were a lot more on edge so yeah, I was like okay yeah I'm gonna call her because we were on. It was three of us: the me, her, and our other best friend were on the phone. Because we're really three peas in a pod, you guys. Yeah, it's actually, really three of us. the other one is just a little antisocial. She can't. She can't do stuff like this. But <laughs> we'll have her on one day. We'll have her on one day. She's gonna be so pissed when she hear you say that. I know, right? <laughs> we'll have her on one day, guys. We will. We will. Yeah. So all three of us were on the phone one day, and you know, I noticed her, um, her demeanor. Yeah, and. I was like, I'm going to just call her in a couple of days, give her some time to, you know, chill out or whatever. And I think maybe like a week or so, because I was upset and I couldn't have been upset because of what she was experiencing because she, she couldn't see what was, what I was feeling. But I was upset, so I didn't call her and that wasn't right. But we have to pause right there. And I think that as a friend, like it's very... I appreciate you for saying, like, I can't be upset with you because of what you were going through. Like, I appreciate that. But at the same time, and I think that a lot of people will use their pain as an excuse to lash out or or an excuse to not be held accountable mm-hmm. for what they do when they're in their moment, you know? Yeah. And I never, I don't think that that's right. I was dealing with what I was dealing with, but it didn't give me a right or an excuse to disregard your feelings and while I appreciate you for saying I couldn't be mad at you because but no we can't disregard your feelings you know what I mean right um so yeah yeah I had to say that like we can't 
we can't disregard how we feel just because someone else is going through something. Because mm-hmm. then that essentially is saying, well, if you're upset, then I can be your punching bag. Or because you're upset, I'll deal with something I should not be dealing with or something that I don't have to deal with just for the sake of, oh, well, you were going through something. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. By the way, y'all, we've already, like, talked about this and, like, hashed it out or whatever. But we just, you know, giving y'all some insight our friendship is not perfect either so so y'all can understand right. like you know what things that we go through but yeah so it was probably like a week or so that passed before i had actually reached out to her and actually talked to her and um not about the situation i waited a little bit more a little bit longer to actually talk to her about the situation but i did reach out to her and say hey you know are you okay i know today is so and so just want to check on you let you know that i love you and i'm here for you mm-hmm and then later on down the road, maybe a week, another week or so, I brought it up to her. And we hashed it out. And we good, of course. Because this is my freaking soulmate. Like Always. She ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. Right. I mean, I know her license plate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know where she works. Um, you know, there's no getting rid of me. Can't shuck and drive this, baby. Um, but yeah, that is, um, I think... I really think that our absence, because I mean, obviously we're talking a lot about May, but I think that like May was so dense that we kind of needed, like I'm still trying to recuperate mm-hmm. today from four months ago, yeah, three months ago, you know? Um, so I think that, that that's really the best way that I can sum up our absence. It's like, it's really just been, it's been a lot. Yeah, it it's been. been a lot, and I the the purpose of the podcast was and will always be. We want this to be a place of healing, not just for our listeners and our audience and our Coco crew, but for us as well. But when you're in it, like when you are knee deep in the shit, mm-hmm. you can't. I can't think about peace because right now I have to get out of this situation. I have to get out of this emotion before I can be open to peace, before I can be receptive to it if and when it comes my way. Yeah. So that's, yeah. And we definitely experienced a lot of emotions during these four months. Every emotion you can think of and not in hardly any of them good. Yes. Um, I mean, we've had good moments. We've had good things happen to us, you mm-hmm. know. But overall... I can um, actually say I did not start feeling better until less than a, less than a week ago. Because I've been doing a lot of like meditating and um, trying to get myself into... Trying to get in, more enlightened with who I am and uh, just uh, overall be in a better place spiritually mentally emotionally and all that stuff so i've been doing a lot of meditating and i just so happened to open my third eye and that was a completely different experience that i cannot even explain to y'all so but i will say that it helped me heal a lot of the emotions that i was holding on to that i shouldn't have been holding on to it showed me a lot of things that i did not know i even felt like it it was an outer body experience and it changed my perceptive my perception on life it yeah like i can definitely say i'm a completely different person now she's still my mercedes though of course of course of course i changed too much of course 
I mean, you know. Yeah. Opening your third eye is not going to just like, you know, oh, you're Flip a different the script. person. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. You still have to like do the work and you right. still have to, you know, walk in it and, you know, yeah. But it was, it was a great experience. It was full of confusion. <laughs> not confusion. It was. It was full of confusion. Mm-hmm. But it was also full of light, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It was something that, um, if you are spiritual, I would encourage you to do it. To try to meditate and open up your third eye to really give you some insight on who you are and what your place is in the world. I will be on the journey soon. <laughs> like, literally right now, guys. I know that, like... Um, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, um, to whom much is given, much is required. That's mm-hmm. why I don't do certain things yes. because I know the full weight of what comes with you it. You should not open your third eye anytime soon. I think that I am. You have a lot to deal with, <laughs> a lot to unpack first because it's so much. This goes for anybody. If you are not in the right mind state to do it, do not do it. Yeah. Cause I think that that comes with a lot. It does. Yeah. And when I, it's. Don't do it if if you're not if you're not close to peace or like ready to receive it receive fully. Everything that you about to, you're gonna receive, you should not do it because yeah. it's really a lot. It's really a lot. Yeah, I think I'm good. You're um, gonna go through. I think I'm good where I'm. Every at. emotion you've ever had in life. For so. Now, um, Keep it yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm good on that. I'm good on that. Um, yeah, not just for now. Like for now, I'm I'm good on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for real, we did we did miss you guys. We did yes. miss the um, like this is kind of our element, and I missed it for sure. I really did too. I really did. Yeah, but it's okay because we back like chiropractic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So we here. Back um, like chiropractic. It's from the international players anthem. You from Houston? You don't know that? Whew! It's okay, guys. We'll 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 tag the song somewhere so y'all can understand the reference I just made. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to kick Mercedes all the way out of Houston, Texas, for not recognizing that reference when I said it. I did not. I'm Truly, sorry. I'm embarrassed you right know, now. My mom, she tells me all the time. She was like, "You don't know where you at." Every time I come home, you don't know where you at. No, you know when I left Houston. I left Houston when I was eighteen. When I first started, I started and she's almost thirty now. Like, so yeah, that is a long. Have to throw that, out. that is a long time ago. Y'all know this girl forgot how old she was a couple weeks ago. We were on Twitter, and she said something, and I was like, "You're twenty seven. <laughs> I'm not. 27. I mean, you're you're twenty six. And she she it was she posted that SpongeBob meme where it was like twenty five or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, girl, you are not twenty five anymore. And she, girl, y'all, pray I for am your girl. Twenty five forever. I don't know. Please, what y'all please pray for her. I will not be aging. Whatever. Anymore. For all of my twenty four year olds listening, once you turn twenty five, it is no you more are twenty five forever. It is ghetto. After that, the rest of your life will be filled with ghetto interactions. I promise you. After you know twenty five, I can't wait to be thirty. When I'm I, actually excited to be 30. When I turn, okay, yeah, I'm going to stay I'm still 30. not going to say, you know, dirty 30. I'm still going to say I'm 25, but I, I'm excited to be 30. I will make sure everyone knows that this heifer is 30 years old. Don't worry. I will hold her accountable. Um, Yeah. Trust me. By the time next year come around, she's going to be forgetting her age, too. So 
we've already discussed <sighs> on the air how good my memory is. Like, we've already discussed it. So, relax. Whatever. Relax. But anyway, Coco Crew, this has been um, our catch-up. Our, um, you know, this is like when you, you look the first day back at school after summer break and y'all all sitting at the cafeteria like man <laughs> let me tell you that your brand new shoes yes and your out your fresh <laughs> outfit that you laid out last week yeah that's what this has been so um just stay tuned i promise we are not leaving you guys again anytime soon i promise absolutely not so we love y'all have a great night and remember to feel those feelings, okay? Feel them. Feel them, process through them, and do not rush yourself. Do not rush yourself. If it takes you four months. Then take four months. Then you take those four months and do not let anyone, including yourself, make you feel bad about taking your time on your journey, okay? You, there is no destination. It's a your journey, so take your, your time. time. Yeah, but uh, we'll talk to you soon, Coco Crew. We love you. Peace out, y'all. Hey. Okay.